listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. (laughs) (laughs) I just needed to see if anything else is going to (laughs) happen. Ready? Ready. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we're talking sovereignty. Sovereignty is something we touch upon in different episodes, and it's always just kind of more of a touch where today it is going to be our entire focus because it's important. Mm -hmm. If you have not heard the word sovereignty or being sovereign, then you're going to be at the very beginning of this journey. Um, For me, it was something you know, I started seeing it and I resonated with it and I didn't fully understand it actually like as a definition or what I was feeling when I was feeling the vibration of the word for myself when I first began hearing it and seeing it. And as I started hearing it and seeing it, I started seeing it everywhere. (laughs) And so per usual crystal style, (laughs) that's something that always drives me bonkers because it's one of those things where I'll be into something and then it like explodes and then I'm like, okay, now it's watered down. (laughs) (laughs) However, at the truth of any of those things that I feel that way about, there's always really deep reverence and magic and importance. So for all the people who understand the depths of the word and then are bringing that into their own coaching, facilitating, physical, any sort of practice that they have out in the world, it's really magical because being sovereign is really allowing yourself to be you and live from that place of what is best for you, listening to your own inner voice and just living from that place. And in that, you get to let everybody else in the world be their sovereign selves. So they get to truly be themselves and you have whether it's full-on compassion or just understanding or simply allowance for this person to make their own choices, be their own selves, and not be controlled or manipulated by your own desires. So can, how, how's this landing for you, Katie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm in intermediate phases of embodying that. I know there's still more levels that I'll feel because I can feel the edge of it for me. Excuse me. I, because I've really, I would say within the last year, it's really come up for me a lot of how I wasn't allowing other people to be sovereign. Like how I was like messing with them in a, it was like in a different dimension though. It wasn't so much in like real world conversations, but I think I, I don't know if I was sharing this on the podcast, but I, after like a big family gathering, I found myself for days after like 
kind of worrying about different people and their situations or relationships or their life and feeling like how much um, energy it was taking and stress even on my physical body worrying about that and like feeling like it was like I felt like I had to work it out in like this energetic level. It's so hard to describe. It doesn't really make sense when I put it to words, but it's like was there. Mm-hmm. And when I first realized I was doing that, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? A, they didn't ask me. <laughs> yeah. B, it's causing me, like, distress. Yeah. Physically and emotionally. It's like there's this weird part of me that feels like I have to fix people. And then the other day I had the thought I just shared with Liz Crystal is I was like, I wish all my friends were just like doing really well so I didn't have to worry about them. Mm-hmm. And like what a burden it felt like for me to do that. And then I was like, whoa, what am I doing? Like I don't have to do that. It's so weird. right? And then it also makes me realize like when I'm doing that, I am holding them back energetically too because in that other dimension, wherever I'm at with mm-hmm. them in this realm – I'm like messing with them. I'm trying to control them in a way. And I've seen it come up even in like real-time relationship. I think of like with my husband, you know, you worry about them in certain ways. Like, are they taking care of themselves? You know, like for men, I feel like a lot of times their health as wives are just like, take care of yourself. Because, yeah. you know, deep deep down it's from a place of love because I don't want anything to happen to him. Right. But the more I started letting that worry and it, and especially at that energetic realm dissipate, the more he started taking better care of himself and having right. more accountability and that sovereignty. So I think that's such a good lesson to just be reminded of it in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm my own sovereign person, but how am I like, for me, it's how am I messing For technology glitches, that was fun. And um, so, yeah, you are talking about how – you know, when you think about worrying about your husband and everything and like worrying about their health and how when we do that, we actually can be holding them back energetically because that can be in this other realm where it's just mental, emotional. So you're on these different planes and you're holding them back um, from even being able to be them sovereign selves and that type of control and how once you released that, you saw him making those changes and um, being able to be a sovereign self. And then from that place, he was actually taking better care of his own health. Yeah, so I think that's so cool because that, like, first of all, it's just awesome to see you, like, light up and be so cute Katie that I see when you, like, acknowledge something like that where you're like, whoa, I was holding this person back just from this own da-da-da-da-da. And whatever your self-growth is, it always just, like, Mm -hmm. appears to me as, like, this, like, dink, which I just... (laughs) love seeing um so yeah that's really important how it's also kind of tied into like our power you know like you're almost like taking their power away when you're not letting them be their sovereign selves Mm -hmm. because you're just in that place of like I want to have this go my way and control it and do this or that or the other and so it's really important you know not only is our sovereignty 
for ourselves and really tuning into ourselves, but it really impacts the world at large. And I like how you're talking about being like at an intermediate phase because that is what it's like. It's almost like first you start tuning into your own sovereignty and then it's beyond that when you start gifting that sovereignty to other people and allowing them to live from that place. So it is, it's it's a continual evolution and I think it keeps being embodied in different ways too because the way you feel it in your body. So I want to go there for just a minute. When you feel really embodied in your sovereignty, it feels so centered. Like the way it feels in my body is I am just like existing and I'm on the earth and I'm peaceful and I'm centered and I know that I get to make any of my choices without almost like repercussions. You know, I get to go listen to music right now or go dance or go take this class I've always wanted to take or whatever it is. I mean, like endless possibilities here mm-hmm. without feeling shame or what's this person going to think about me or is my partner going to be okay with that or how does that make me show up as a mother or I mean like wow. endless questions also or possibilities for feelings. <laughs> um, so when you feel it in your body – it also feels so centered and peaceful and whole because you get to just be you no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's just making me realize and I'm wondering if other people listening think like, I don't feel like I get that very much as like a wife and a mother and how important it is to probably carve that out a little bit and remember who I am. Well, gosh, saying that, I mean, I think about early motherhood. And one, I want to honor and respect the fact that those first couple years, especially with your firstborn, I mean, don't be hard on yourself. Like you do go through a period of navigating who you are as you've now been transformed into mother. Yeah. So like also. Yeah, you'll be refinding (laughs) yourself in a new way. Yeah. Yeah. And so and and anybody could be at any other like yeah. phase or big life transformation right. or anything like that, but that one is very profound. Yeah. Um you do like lose yourself, find yourself, transform yourself. <laughs> like it's it's a whole Yeah, cuz we're all still evolving. Like I'll never be that person that I was when I was 22. <laughs> Nor do I really right. want to be, go back in time that way, but yeah, that's just a good reminder. Like I I had never thought of the sovereignty in, in like those real literal senses of like because really in my life right now with three kids and being married and all this stuff, like I, I definitely don't live from that way of being able to do really much of anything like that. So, so that's why, I'm, that's why I, I mean obviously I knew I wasn't fully embodied in it. Yeah, and, and so one of the things that I love talking about is the fact that like you can have multiple feelings in a moment and still live and make choices that seem perhaps as if they're for another person, but get to the fact that they are still in your 
greatest priority desire bucket. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to break that down a little bit. Um, so you, I, I liked giving this example on another day with another group. So um, you might be sitting there. Well, first I'll lead with the question. Okay, so a question that you can ask yourself sometimes if you're like, am I living from this place? How can I better live from this place? One of the questions is that you ask yourself is what would I do right now if it was only me? Okay, so the example I give, the little story, is um, I'll be laying in bed and I have, you know, my youngest still next to me and then I have my partner. I mean, she's in her own bed, but they're right by each other. Um, And then my partner. And so if I'm laying in bed and I ask myself this question, one of the things that I as me, as an individual sovereign human being would do is get out of bed and make some art or write out all my emails or like write a blog or do something, right? Because I have these creative surges. I've downloaded entire outlines for courses in the middle of the night like that before. So I have, I'll sometimes have my phone nearby because I'll just be like writing out all these notes. Okay, so this is what I do. This is me. This is me. And so I might ask myself that question. I'll be like, if I was by myself right now, I would get out of bed and create. But I have my littlest here and tonight's a night she wanted to snuggle by me and, you know, if I move it might impact her sleep or whatever, like my partner's by me and whatever it is, okay, where it's like, oh, but this would impact them and then so I'm just not going to do it. So there's a place where my sovereign choice would be to not get out of bed because if I'm feeling on that, And the feeling to stay snuggling with my daughter or to be like laying next to my partner or holding hands or whatever's happening is stronger than my desire to get up and create, then it still is me living from my sovereign self, making the sovereign choice because that one, the desire was actually stronger to stay there. So I'm not just doing it for her. I'm not just doing it for him. I'm still doing it from that place that's like, okay, that's from me, for me. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's like such a great question because it's like there are times you're still going to be doing stuff for other people, but it's because you really want to or even you feeling like this is... Like the the want is sometimes an interesting thing because it's like, okay, I want to blah, 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 go paint this painting, but these people need me to like make dinner for them first or whatever, right? (laughs) Well, I want to feed my children. (laughs) Right. I want them to have what they need. So I do want to do that before I go do this other thing. And maybe now I don't have enough time to do that painting, so instead I do a sketch, do you get what I'm saying? So there's like there's a variance and a way to play and dance with that. But it is about coming back to yourself and like what is it that I would be doing right now if it was just me? Or what yeah. do I truly desire in any of these situations? And as we've talked about this from um, 
other podcasts, other points of view is sometimes it requires decreasing the amount of input you have coming in and making that time to have solo practice, just quiet alone time type of stuff because you are tuning into you, Mm -hmm. your inner self, who you be, who you are without the external noise, without the external social media telling you what you want or who you want to be, without your parents telling you who you want or what you want to be, without your friends telling you who you want or who you want to be, and all of that external stuff, even books or magazines or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So... Taking that time for yourself, again, it could just be this 10-minute alone time, breathing into your body, who am I today? What do I mostly want today? Like, who is this person? And where am I feeling heavy? Like, where am I playing out these roles or these things for other people? And as this builds, this is where you start to get more comfortable even asking for what you want, especially when we've talked about that in relationship and being able to ask for what you want Mm -hmm. in your relationship, whether it's an actual like sensual, intimate, sexual thing or just relationally, hey, I need this type of partnership. This is what I really want and this is what that looks like. And I've gotten clear on that. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, I... I really like looking at it from that lens. It makes me think of a few things of how, you know, when I have a meditation practice, like I might feel it's like that saying, you know, you feel like you have a million things to do, but then you meditate and you realize you don't have anything to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I feel that way a lot of times after I meditate. It's like, yeah, it's like all that outside noise of all these things I think I need to do. It's like... Yeah, I don't. That doesn't really need to happen today. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think the famous saying is like, meditate for an hour every day, and if you're busy, meditate for two. Right. You know, yeah. Like the same. Yeah. <laughs> but it does make me realize that because sometimes I feel like I have all these things I need to do, but if I just take a moment to quiet down, and sometimes for me, it's just playing with my child for like five minutes of just one on one. It does make the rest of the things fade away, whether mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I got to clean up the kitchen or, you know. So, yeah, it's good for me to hear that there's different ways to come back to that sovereignty. Right. To me, it feels like a sense of quietness, which I've shared with you before. When I'm doing really well, like overall, probably feeling sovereign, my mental health is feeling good, all that stuff, I just feel quiet inside. Right. And that's why I like touching upon that embodiment piece mm-hmm. because that's how that's the feeling that's that yes. felt state and so how does it feel for you and sometimes it feels super powerful and energetic yes. too it's like you feel like wow I'm in control I'm in control of my life I get to make my choices I get to show up and just in what I was saying you know like ask for what I want and need and like say no say no to the stuff I don't want to do, like all of these mm-hmm. things and not take on more than da 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 I mean, it does. It it impacts every area of your life mm-hmm. because you're living from that center. And I think that sometimes people might tie this into like almost feeling selfish or something, 
But it's so different than that. Yeah. And again, all kinds of episodes we've put out into the world, but like it gets you to that place where you live as you. And so in that you live to serve the whole. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's no like, oh, you're being selfish. <laughs> yeah. I could see how like when you're first learning and playing with it, you could be selfish, sure. like truly, as you're learning the edges of it. Mm-hmm. And um, But that's like part of it. I always think it's like you're like a toddler learning through it and things. Yeah. Yeah, I like that piece of embodiment. I teach that a lot when I work with people is when they get raveling through something, I'll be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Especially towards the end when their bodies may be feeling good, right, calm, dot, 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 whatever it is. I'm like, okay. Get a tissue memory now, right? Let's mm-hmm. like let's build this muscle of how it feels to be in that place, so you can come back to it. Right. Set the goal. I want to feel this way when I'm around X, Y, and Z. When I'm working, when I'm with my family, when I'm cooking dinner. Those were things I did. I was like, I want to be able to feel my body relaxed. I want my neck relaxed, my shoulders relaxed when I'm doing A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna get off track. Right. And so it's good to be able to come back to that goal. So I always, people say, what's the best way to work on getting centered, calm, clear, like get treated, work with someone who's already embodied it. Yeah. It's like to me the quickest, fastest way because you can meditate and do things all day long. But if you really want to accelerate, work with a practitioner who's doing the work. Don't you think it like gets you there? It's like a super highway to get there. Yeah. The resonance. Exactly that. Because <laughs> of the resonance. Yeah. And it clears, <laughs> it helps clear, clear you out way faster. Yep from all that stuff that's right tell people and I'm like sorry I'm not like I'm trying to like sell my services to you but I'm telling you if you want to get there faster like just get treated by me and it will happen much quicker or you can just take years to do it too whatever well and similarly with even just hanging out with other people yes like if you know like these two friends of yours they're super sovereign they make their choices from that place they live from that place if you can hang out with them more, <laughs> mm-hmm. you'll keep picking up their resonance mm-hmm. of that and being around it more. It's, it could be the same with like eating healthy or like yeah. whatever it is. Like the more you surround yourself with that concept, that energy, and then that's where input <laughs> input is helpful. Yeah, you know. So like if maybe you're curating your social media feed to be people who you know live from that place so you get a taste of that Mm -hmm. when you're like doing any sort of social input kind of stuff yeah yeah that makes sense it kind of comes back to like the episode when we talked about like the sister wounded being in good community because I feel like yeah being in those circles has really really helped me yeah um yeah in those ways because we come together and we're just like magical beings and then we go out into the world like like little little fairies of everything that we've just like built and cultivated and we don't like it's weird because with like I think of our our gene keys groups like we're not even like really doing necessarily practices even right last time a little bit but we're just like I don't know having like this conversation it's just really powerful right we're circling Knowing that we can be wholly, authentically ourselves 
in all of our messiness because we're literally talking about Shadow Gift City. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like being able to embrace all of it. And we're respecting one another's sovereignty and all of that too and our uniqueness and just being in that frequency Mm -hmm. for those. And they're longer. They're two hours. So it's like a nice dose yeah, and there's really that sense even in that, like, we're really never trying to fix anything. And none of right. us are coddling each other, like, it's okay. Like, it, there's none of that weirdness. It's just all of us, like, really reflecting back, like, yep. Like, kind of, like, feel it, and that's that's it, right? And we're just like, yep, you're living it. You're living it. Almost like mm-hmm. we're putting our hands up to them and just, like ho- like, really holding the space, although we're not doing stuff like that, but we're really, like, I feel like we really are reflecting that back to each other of just a really that no, sovereign neutral holding space where you're just like, yep. Yep. And that's it. Exactly. And then we're saying like, yep, that's it. We're just shining that light back on them to go deeper inside. Well, and then Intense. for each person who's more in that space holding place, we are all having our own realizations. Yeah. You know, so it's like we get to and we get to switch who's 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 in what role, you know, who's Mm -hmm. who's the one experiencing something right now and who's the one who's like just having extra bonus unfolding, enlightening concepts, that type of stuff. So, yeah. And we've all been able to have that in the group. Oh, that's it's just such a it's been such an incredible experience. It's just. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a combination of the people in the group. But and the work we're doing, but it's just like, I don't know. It's so great. <laughs> I wish I could put a word to it. I know you Special. know what I'm saying and feel it, but sorry, listeners, I'm just really into it. It's just, it's just like unlike anything else, and it's unlike any other interactions that I've really had in the world with other women because everyone's just so open hearted, I think. Yeah. And just wanting to discover themselves. It's just, yeah, it's um, a gift. I think that concept right there is huge. Like if you do think of each person in the group, everyone has done a lot of hard work. Yeah. You know, and not not all in the same ways. Everybody's kind of had their own journey with doing the hard work. I mean, mm-hmm. some people have like worked with me in that, but other people have done it their own way and or utilized something like heart math and like, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. So, but it's there. And it just leads to, you know, I feel like the heart work is such a foundational Mm -hmm. piece of everything. It's like nervous system work is a foundational piece. Heart work is a foundational piece, Mm -hmm. you know, but they all feel similar too. when we talk about tying it back into sovereignty, when we go back to that, like when you're being your sovereign self, you get to live from your heart and those edges start to soften and you are doing stuff to fine tune your nervous system and you're able to be in these situations truly being yourself and your nervous system can handle it. Yeah. You know, because you've been doing the work. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the longer you've done it, the more you can. That's the one thing I was going to say, too, to drop back in, like, with the meditation now that I've, like, had these practices, I can drop into it quicker. Right. And it doesn't take, like, even a five- or ten-minute meditation. Sometimes it's, like, a minute or a few seconds that I can kind of drop back into it. Right. 
So exactly. I mean, back to the more you have that practice, the quicker. Yeah, we did a whole episode yeah, on that easy, about the, like yeah, her foundation. Yeah, you can access it easier. Yeah, quicker you can access it easier. So, yeah, it's much easier, and it just continues to be. And that's why yeah. I feel like that's why sometimes people like get the idea that somebody who's like teaching this work or having this type of practice to like help people, it's like that idea of oh, well, nothing ever goes wrong in your life or whatever, <laughs> because you do have that skill set. It's like, no, it's not that. It's just I'm bouncing back quicker and getting back to that center quicker because I have my foundation, mm-hmm. you know. So so it, it makes me think even of um, like processing instead of even talking to another person. Mm-hmm. How many times, I mean, we like rely on each other at, like to – process and like integrate and do that anyway um but how many times have we just stayed with our own stuff and with a matter of like hours or a day we're like I'm kind of glad I didn't even talk to you about it because I just integrated it and processed it and being done yes so yes (laughs) all right (laughs) well I hope that through this conversation, everybody kind of has a greater understanding on what sovereignty even is and how that can be felt within the body and show up in day-to-day life. And then even the knowingness of how that just makes your life even more fully alive and connected and magical. And of course, if you have any questions or need any further support, you know how to reach out. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like more support, hop on the Pleasure Fairy app or find Katie at wellnesswithkatie.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings if you want to share some takeaways or other requests for future shows. Enjoy!